Scott just blew back from New Orleans, and boy, is his jaw tired. If you like jokes similar and or identical to that, stay tuned. If multiverse conspiracy theories are your thing, we've got you covered there, too, with the Mandela Effect. And that's not all. We've got things like banned license plates, egg-laying alien dildos, and a Ned Flanders-themed metal band. So who's ready to get lost at home with us? Jeremiah so, Johnson. I uh, yeah. uh, flew back into town a couple days ago, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> I love your jokes. I love the fact that you tell jokes. <laughs> I know. I'm I, good you know, at the, them too. I, I was I, like, when you first were talking about like starting up this podcast, I'm like, but that guy doesn't know any jokes. And then you told me like a joke similar to that. I remember you told me a joke. It was right after you got back from uh, uh, from New Orleans last time. You said, "Boy, I just flew back from New Orleans. Boy, are my arms. Wait a minute. Actually, you're pretty unoriginal, aren't you? Yeah, my mom likes that joke, so I repeat it often. You just assume that if your mom likes it, then everybody likes it. She likes me. Everyone yeah. must like me too yeah my mom likes dick she must everybody must love dick you know what? how I, many this is a, how many episodes in a row not including the last week that we uh, have included a my mom yeah it's, it's been a lot hey you know what else everyone likes podcast the lost at home podcast welcome back everybody yeah we're here for another week or i guess uh, i wish we, we say we should 80? say we welcome back lost at home podcast yeah. Episode 80. Episode 80. We're we back. had a we had we we took a break. We took a break, but we didn't want to leave you empty handed. So we hope you enjoyed the horror in the court. It's a little bit of a different style. I liked it. That was the first time I got to hear the remastered version. Yeah, it was good. We got we got that Vincent Price guy to, to start out the, the the beginning there. And it kind of worked out pretty nice. I, it kind of reminded me how much fun it was to do with the uh, definitely. You know, I realized actually it's the only time we've ever posted a podcast where I actually was able to select explicit. No, I think we said one swear in it. But I realized it was actually a relatively... Uh, the relatively, the court or yeah. the special edition you put out on the Lost at Homes page? Uh, the because, special Because edition. you swore a lot of the <laughs> in opening the before the actual podcast hey, aired. iTunes allowed it. So okay, okay. You're right. I totally forgot about that. Before I record... Because I, I, I was like, oh, I'm not going to have to do this. I'm I think like, you oh. called me a cunt a bunch of times. I don't know if I called you a cunt. It'd be okay if you did. I don't actually know if I swore a ton. I, I did know. say fuck a lot. I think I said fuck you, Scott. I hope you fucking die, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Make sure you click explicit was, on this one. It was jealous. Well, here's the thing: on our normal one, it's not even a question. I don't even like look back to see if we swore. I'm just assuming that I at had some it as point, a default setting. Uh, it, yeah, it was, and I actually explicitly chose explicitly chose not explicit okay. because I was like, oh, it's horror in the court. And I remember when we first posted the horror in, in the court episode, I chose explicit because it was like the default. And then I afterwards was like, I didn't need to do that. And I'm like, I'm going to correct that this time and select not explicit. But guess what? Uh, yeah, it was probably explicit. You know what's great is uh, right out of the gate for this episode, we're going to jump in by reading uh, some of your five-star reviews. Uh, yeah. And these are explicit in and of themselves. And we didn't even write this. So, That's beautiful. Uh, so uh, anyone you, who wants to go to iTunes and leave us a five-star uh, star rating and a review, we will read whatever you put on air. Uh, as some of you know who are longtime listeners, the first, I think it was 15 that we got this year, uh, Jer has been turning into songs under the yep. name Sonic Jalopy, and they'll be coming out on iTunes at some point yeah, in the future. I, uh, as you probably know, uh, a couple weeks ago or so, a few weeks ago, the Juggalo episode, I actually finally got back into it. And um, I, I've got I a couple more. posted on our website yesterday. <laughs> I've got a couple more down, uh, coming down the, don't, yeah. Uh, I coming down the, the bike. video, actually. I, yeah. Oh, nice. It yeah. was the first time we posted a video for a song instead of just the audio with a picture. Right. Uh, what did you think of the video? Was it okay? I liked it. It was. It was perfect. It's pretty simple. It's just a, just a lyric video. Of well, it's good for people and it, and it gives people the yeah. words. So, exactly. You, know, so you rap pretty quick. People. Yeah. I, I got some mad mad flow. You should wait till you hear the uh, never ending story song I have going on. Man, I I try to channel uh, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony a little bit. Fail miserably, but I attempt it. Okay. Uh, I attempt <laughs> to, to I attempt to channel some Eminem in there. Fail miserably, but boy, oh boy, do I have fun tripping over my words. All right. And it's all about the never-ending story. Uh, that's that's a non-five-star review, but I'm working on some different Sonic. You're working Jalopy on a separate stuff. Sonic Jalopy Yeah, well, because I started a couple of beats that I was thinking about work, working well, on for five-star reviews, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll just uh, make these into. I had a different idea for them. So well, the first once... one, though, the Croc Dundee one, I'm actually thinking of making into a five-star review, just like a little intro, because I originally wrote that beat. 
because I wanted something for, uh, I believe Christopher Ball left us, uh, Irish on Fire left us a, a review that just said Bangarang. And of yeah. course I was like, Boomerang? I, yeah. So I was thinking about doing like a rap as Bruce Bruce, but then realized that's really fucking hard. So <laughs> I decided to make a song about Crocodile Dundee instead, but I still might use that as the five-star review for Bangarang. Uh, so that might be coming up. Sounds so. good. And right. uh, now we're uh, we're just going to go through and read these five-star reviews right. and give shout-outs to each person and wherever they come from or whatever they do. Uh, Jer, if you want to start with uh, the first one. Yeah, this is, uh, the, the title is Bigfoot Porn. This is by Swamp Ape. This is from uh, Swamp Ape is from is uh, one of one half, I believe, right of exactly. the Pure Orgasmic, Orgasmic Love podcast. Um, also P O L podcast. Yep. Um, so Swamp Ape says this is a new favorite. I love the random topics and tangents. Just be careful because if you are in public with headphones, you will laugh out loud randomly and get looks. Enjoy. I've heard uh, that's not the first person who has posted that uh, no 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 a lot of people tend to laugh out loud at work when they're listening to our show which i love i'm glad people find us funny i i I don't i kind of hate us but uh, i'm not the judge i'm still waiting for this i want to be the executioner (laughs) 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 they they ain't found the person yet they ain't found the body all right um our next uh five-star review is titled hands down the second best show on the internet and it's uh by big j boney and uh that is actually uh jay from the fat jay podcast um a little side note here before i read the review uh if you go check out the fat jay podcast i was on it this week uh they did a podcast fest if you will with six other podcasts um, I was on for probably three quarters of it, then I had to leave early, but we did some fun stuff. We played some games like uh, Guess That Japanese Game Show and read these lyrics without seeing them beforehand and nice. try not to laugh. I liked your uh, virtual was, naked twister. That was good, too. That was fun. Well, you guys, fun. you guys got your dick tangled together virtually, which is weird that you chose to get virtually. your dicks tangled. Yeah. You're like, yeah, write dick on red, and you're just we like, chose, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the review is as follows. Everyone knows that the Fat J Podcast is ultimately the best podcast in the history of everything. Hell, it's the sole reason God invented the internet. But I digress. Lost at Home is an incredibly fun and interesting show, and everyone should listen. Right after they listen to the Fat J Podcast, of course. I'm kidding. Sorta. These guys are great, and I love our brothers in pod form from our sister state. New England podcasters, fuck yeah. Fat J Rathburn. That's him signing off. And then he goes, P.S. You guys totally rule and I love you. But yes, I am in fact the funniest and most devilishly sexy podcaster in all of New England and possibly the USA and perhaps even the world. Triple exclamation point. You know, as much as I love this you know what they say about uh, triple exclamation points. You have to shout it three times as loud. Small dick. Three exclamation, <laughs> two exclamation points, medium-sized dick. Three, three exclamation points, fucking tiny dick, fat J. Four, four exclamation points, micro penis. Micro penis, that's terrible. Five exclamation points. You're just back around at the beginning. Any, any, oh, oh, any. I any, get you. Any. Um, six exclamation points. You just like the show. I think like so, a yeah. lot, like a lot. Yeah, I mean, you, we're proud of that. Six. Like six exclamation points. Yeah, not we, like I've got a tiny, tiny fucking dick like or fat an in, J. Or an inverted, you know. Yeah, no, no. Six is good. Three. Sorry, Jay. Small dick. Man, that's... I Damn, believe, Jay. I, you know, Damn. Uh, we, I'm glad you're we, proud we, of it enough to put it out there for the world. I, as much as we lo- love, you know, these these nice five-star reviews and, and keep them coming and everything, you know, I, I I could see another podcast beef starting up one of these days, man. That's pretty tough. Maybe. That's rough. You know, we've already kind of, you know, we've, we've been be, down that road. I'd be we fine wanna... taking, it, taking it to the Jay, uh, the Fat <laughs> Jay podcast. Yeah. I, I, w- I would be cool with that. Maybe we should start a new podcast war. Hey, we could have Jay and Jay. Nerdpocalypse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've got and multiple, Fat J podcast. Multiple J's. We got. We the, could just hate J's. We could just hate J's. Let's, right. do, yeah, that. let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> if there anybody else, if anybody else out there knows of somebody with the name of J that happens to have a podcast, if your name's J and you just like listening to the show, hit us up on Twitter. We'll hate you. We'll fucking hate right at you, man. Exclamation well, points and all. Hate a raid. All right. All right. Uh, so we're going to another one. Um, this one uh, it was sent in by Geezer and the Girl, which is actually from Geezer and the Girl podcast. Correct. Be correct. Um, want to make sure this I is got a that. this is a pg podcast um they were a little out of their element with us but they held their own <laughs> nicely they actually got a little dirty at points Ooh, nice uh, i managed to get one of them censored at one point which oh, I, I i'm very happy about very good um uh this one says uh, seriously funny show far and away one of my favorite podcasts never a dull moment in this one a must listen all right now we move on to uh, the next one, which is uh, titled True Prof- Professionals, uh, one exclamation point, which right. means practically nothing. 
It means nothing. It might as well not even put one there. It means excitement, but like, you know. I know. Have you seen the way I text or write on Facebook or Twitter? I end every sentence with an exclamation point like a 14 year old. And you and you actually it's triple caps like every every basic sentence is one exclamation point which means you only have to like then you're like that's well, just shit, a period where do I yeah where do I go from here yeah okay. two and oh three. I, oh you want to know what two meant I'm I'm moving on go go please <laughs> <laughs> no. all right go um, this is by Postal Ten and this is actually someone from the Hot Butter Podcast and their review goes as follows. It's not every day you get someone to agree to read the lyrics to a Cannibal Corpse song and even more allow it to be recorded. Clearly, these gents are the epitome of hard work. Oh, I'm sorry. Hardworking hustlers who now... Ah, now... Wait. No how. Oh, yeah. there's some spelling here. Come on. Come on, Hot Butter Podcast. Spell checker. Clearly, well, these... Spellcheck wouldn't have brought that up. No, it wouldn't have because it is spelled right. <laughs> Clearly, these gents are the epitome of hardworking hustlers who know how to gain the audience's attention and keep it. Great show. Brett with the Hot Butter Podcast. Very nice. Uh, I've got uh, one more for you this week. And uh, this is actually by uh, somebody who was a listener of the week, I believe, on the... Maybe it was the ICP week, somewhere around there. At uh, Pooeater on, on Twitter, but uh, also from uh, Whatcha Doing Podcast. Pooh Eater says, so good, smart, clever, and witty. I love these guys and look forward to every episode when it comes out. Comes is actually spelled correctly, which uh, disappointed me. Yeah, I was hoping it would be dirtier, but Pooh Eater, you know, he's not a cum eater. Oh, well, all right. Well, I'm making judgments without actually yeah, being I, there. No, I'm sorry, I misspoke. We haven't polled this person. We don't know. No, but he was our listener of the week the last time we were on air mm-hmm. for the Juggalo episode. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, we don't actually have a listener of the week, but I figure shouting out these five people is probably good enough for this week. Yeah, yeah, there we'll, we go. We'll, call yeah, that we'll, good. we'll get a we'll get a listener of the week next time around because we'll get some. Uh, we'll get back to the full engagement on on the Twitters and whatnot. Correct. Now, um, as some of our listeners <laughs> Scott, know, Scott, you were not here last week. I'm, Why were you not here? Were you somewhere where you'd like to talk about, please? Barely. Um, you explained to our listeners before the special episode last week that I was in New Orleans for a birthday vacation, essentially. Yeah. Spent seven days in New Orleans. It was fun. And what I've come back with is five tips for New Orleans if you ever travel down there. Um, this is less for our general audience and more for Jer here, who is about to go to New Orleans in about, yeah. what, two and a half weeks? Uh, September 11th, I'll be going down for a friend's bachelor party. Never actually. forget. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know it's <laughs> going to be a great bachelor party. I will never forget that bachelor party. September 11th bachelor party. Never forget. That's right. Actually, I hope you make, like, I don't know, shirts that say that or cards or something. <laughs> oh, you know, you know. I hate to say it, but, like, we did look at the, the weekends that we wanted to go, and there were a couple potentials, and... It sounds terrible because you're kind of exploiting a tragedy, but at the same time, we were like, it's going to be way cheaper to travel on September 11th than yeah, it was, true. like, by a couple hundred bucks. But I, before we do, uh, but that was actually one of only two weekends that would have worked, and actually by the time we got down, let's uh, uh, open up this nice thing you brought back from. Yeah, I brought back a present for Jer and I based on our last episode about the Juggalos. I found Fago Fucking in New Fago. Orleans. We don't have that, and a lot of you are like, big deal. What's a big deal? We don't have that in Vermont. There's no Fago in Vermont. Not, no, not, not even close. So I brought back a grape-flavored Fago, and mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna crack them, and yep, we're gonna drink them during the so. show. Ooh, uh, it, it like missed it off. I think I just saw like a clown's oh, yeah. head in the smoke, and it smells like uh like grape bubble gum. Oh my god, it smells just like candy. Yes. Well, let's try some. Do juggalos have teeth? Mm. <laughs> uh, they do. Oh, that's. Thick. But they also have diabetes. That's thick. Mm. It's syrupy. <laughs> I think it's just the syrup. It's yeah. That you know, is, like that you know, is like, a thick soda. Like, you know, like when you get uh, grape soda for like any soda from like the uh, well, yeah. Oh, you work in a restaurant, so you know, like you get bags of syrup and it just mixes yeah, with yeah. Like, the water. This is like just the bag of syrup. I, I freebase that stuff. <laughs> just freebase, <laughs> freebasing syrup, no carbonated water whatsoever. Actually, um, that's that's interesting. It's, a, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know, I actually think it tastes better than Welch's grape. Yeah, I like it. It's okay. a little more subtle, but more syrupy. So I wrote uh, five tips for traveling to New Orleans uh, if you're going to go down there to party. And uh, Jer, since you're going down there to do specifically that, uh, I'm going to read these out of the order that I've listed them in the docket. I'm going to go in reverse order. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, So I'm going to start with number five and work my way down to number one. Uh, Number five, water. Yes. Is your friend. It's hot as balls. It's humid and you Mm -hmm. will sweat. Uh, The best thing I did on going for this trip is I brought one of those empty plastic refillable sport bottles that you can Uh, like clip to things because you can't find one down there. The harder you look, the worse you're going to get frustrated. You can't buy one there. So bring an empty one. Throw in your your luggage. You'll you'll need it. Sounds good. And they actually fit very nicely if you get the right one in those hotel ice machines. 
So you can just jam it with ice, fill it with water, and it will just be normal water within but yeah, five minutes yeah, yeah, being outside. Yeah. That makes sense. Or that, just that's my first trip. Freeze Water's it, freeze your it friend. solid even. Yeah. No, number four, trolleys are your friends. They have these like streetcars type trolley things, you know, that run on those like wires above head. Yes, I they do. They cost a buck twenty five, and they go pretty much all over the place. Really? Oh, that's awesome. That's for a really buck twenty five, you can go for like miles. I was I was thinking like, oh, we're gonna have to like you know Uber everywhere. Oh, we Ubered like, seven, everywhere. We couldn't go on a trolley because yeah. they stopped running at midnight. I think. Yeah, but there's and there's like seven of us. But honestly, after midnight, we're probably gonna just gonna be needing one trip back home, and that's yeah. about it. Otherwise, oh, I Ubered yeah. everywhere besides this. But whenever yeah. we could. Buck 25 gets you all the way across town. Um, number three, there are an amazing amount of hobos in the street that have a shoe shine uh, scam where they look at you and they go, bet you I can tell you where your shoes are from. And basically what they want to do is squirt shoe shine gel on your shoe to then shoe shine you without your permission to then ask for money. Right. What I love is I wore sandals the whole time I was down there because it's hot as balls. And the hobos would still go, I love your shoes. I bet you I can tell you where they came from. And I looked at one once and I was like, they're sandals, asshole. And I kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you can't shoe shine sandals. You're just going to get my toes covered in your weird, goofy also, crap. Of all the trivia things I've ever cared to, like, take somebody up on, knowing where my shoes are from, it'd be one thing, like, I can guess your weight or something like that. I'd be like, all right, you're on. But, like, I, can guess I don't where care. You, I can guess where your shoes are from. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, so it's a it's a stupid uh, scam, but that's good to know, though. So I can be like, hey, guys, no, or let's wear sandals. Although yeah. I think uh, for a couple of places we need to go, we need to make sure we're, like, actual shoe shoes yeah there's but, some really high-end places that yeah. are nice so yeah yeah, yeah. well some some of the gentlemen's gentlemen's clubs actually were, that's true then you're like where's the hobo shines my yeah. shoes i don't hey, look good enough for the gentleman's club yeah the gentleman's club uh number two uh it's humid as shit so yes. uh, uh always pack more shirts and underwear and shorts and everything because you're going to sweat through stuff in and, one and hour and that is that is saying a lot coming from uh, a, a relatively humid location State, ourselves Vermont, yeah nope. I mean More. you know nothing compared to the south or like D.C. but we are, are we are not dry heat by any means no we are, we are moist heat no but what about this last one you keep promising number one is the most important one of all and uh, my wife and I we didn't learn this on our first three day trip down there last year and it took us three days into our trip this time to learn because we talked to people and we learned the laws there are no liquor laws yes. in New Orleans. That I did but know. But specifically the French Quarter because each parish has its own laws. Right. So when you leave one parish to go to into another, the laws change. Yeah. Uh, that's very important to know. So if you're, say, in the French Quarter where all the partying is, this is the tip I can give you because we failed hard and spent more money than we should have. Uh, Canal Street connects to Bourbon Street. Those yeah. are the only two street names you really need to know. Uh, Canal Street is covered in liquor stores. Bourbon Street is covered in bars. If your hotel is anywhere near Canal Street, get a bottle, get nine bottles, get 15 bottles. They're more expensive than Vermont, but they're cheaper than buying drinks. There are no liquor laws, meaning you take your cup in your hotel room, you put ice in it, you make a drink, you walk in, out of your hotel room, down the elevator, into the lobby, onto the street. No one cares. There's no laws. You walk down the street yeah. drinking your drink. No one cares. There's no laws. Yeah, yeah. You see a bar you want to go to. You walk into the bar. You sit down at the bar with your drink you made in your room, and you can drink it at the bar. That's pretty nice. They will not stop you from taking a drink from any place into any other place. Yeah, that's or what I heard. Any location yeah, that you, that you can pretty much go at like any time. And, and one of my friends actually said he ended up uh, drinking less because of it because. He would go to a bar, and instead of being like, oh, shit, we want to go somewhere you else, and downing it. your beer, yeah, you and then leave he would just leave with it and go into the other bar with it. The only I also thing you heard can't that, do uh, is you can't take glass out. You yeah. have to have plastic cups Yeah, exactly. Always. They've got to be the no plastic glass. cups because it's just like anything where, I mean, like going to the beach or uh, music festivals or something. They don't want shattered glass all over the place because it will happen. Um, the amount, Imagine every empty cup you see laying on the street. And imagine that being a broken glass bottle instead. And exactly. I also heard that... Um, uh, there aren't even open container laws for for driving. I wasn't sure about those. You can't so we drink and them. you can't drink and drive. The only way I know that is actually I just watched Tig Notaro's special on uh, on HBO, and she mentioned that about New Orleans because uh, apparently she she lived she was from she is from Mississippi where her family's from. So I guess you take the uh, where she's from, you actually fly into the New Orleans airport or the Louisiana airport. I was just um, there. So and, and I guess she was saying that her family. I mean, you can't drink and drive still, but you. I mean, so rather be drunk we and drive. Wondering. We were but, wondering. We were wondering to drink in the back seat of an Uber. Yes, apparently. Uh, I mean, I have to and check into it to make sure that's careful. still the case. But there is uh, uh, apparently uh, open container 
a lack of open container laws, which actually in, in Vermont there was for, uh, you know, up until about 10 years ago. I mean, you could actually drink as a passenger, but you just couldn't be uh, drunk as a driver. So, well, that's uh, th I appreciate your uh, your tips for, for NOLA. My plan is to go down and uh, bump into debauchery, and uh, which might mean coming back with various uh, uh, diseases, and 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 stories to tell. Yeah, we'll, kids. We'll, we'll talk off air a little bit about some of the things that can be done down there. But um, not everything's <laughs> safe for the show. <laughs> well, um, wow, even not safe for Lost Out Podcast. Nah, I don't know. I honestly, it's twenty minutes in, and I was gonna say, yeah. let's move on to our discussion piece. Let's for the do week. that. Yeah, let's do that. You um, brought something to the table here. I did. It's something that interests me, like you wouldn't believe. Before I left for vacay, and when I came back, I, I followed up on it, and it's the Mandela effect. Um, for any of our listeners out there who are unfamiliar with the Mandela effect, including me, it is essentially a, uh, a colloquial name that stuck uh, to an instance where in a group of individuals all misremember the same detail or event. Oh, and it, it interesting. Has, it's a very large sampling, too. And it comes from the idea that a lot of people have this false memory of Nelson Mandela uh, dying prior to 2013 when he actually yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically where it gets its name from. Okay. Um, why we're talking about it is the most popular uh, instance of it is all over the internet currently and has been for a while is the Bernstein Bears. Or the Berenstain Bears. Uh, or yeah. the Berenstain Bears. Which I actually, did, which I actually did know were the Berenstain Bears. You like, remember it as Stain? Yes. I yep. remember it as Steen. Well, I believe when That's I was an a, example of the Mandela uh, but, effect, but everybody. I, but I believe when I was a kid, Moving I on. probably pronounced it as Berenstein and never actually thought yeah. about the spelling. And it wasn't until probably like within the last 15 years or so that I actually noticed at like my parents' house that like an old book it was like Berenstain Bears. Wow. Yeah, that's you what just, you always said Berenstain when you're a kid. Yep. And you're just reading the book. You're not really paying attention to the spelling on the front. And what kind of fucking name is Berenstain? You know. Well, it's the name of the two, uh, the husband and wife who created the Bear family right. and lived yeah. off the profits but, until their demise. Exactly. But Bernstein. Not even Bernstein, but Bernstein seems like the most common yes, like pronunciation absolutely. or spelling or something like that. And the idea here is that uh, some individuals have taken this discrepancy as proof of parallel universes. Um, the idea that in the Mandela one universe, effect as a, as a whole. Yes. All right. Um, there's two thoughts on this. Uh, one is headed up by Andrew S. Friedman of the National Science Foundation, who basically considers it a uh, fallible human memory en masse. Uh, just enough people all misremember something and suddenly there's a correlation without any true uh, correlating factors. Like, if enough people believe in this, it's the Mandela effect. But it's not, according to this guy, it's just simply enough people misremember it so they can group themselves together and claim it. Uh, but the other group of people really do think that it is proof of parallel universes, where in one, there's the Berensteins, and in one, is there's the Berenstain. And that at some point along the timelines, there was either a juncture where they combined and were left with people from both, like, universes, if you will. And some people, like, are from one, some are from the other. Seems like a really complex uh, explanation of just bad memory. It does. and it's But it's unique because there's a lot of examples of it. Like, um, for instance, what colors would you use to describe the color chartreuse? Like the liquor? The liqueur? No, chartreuse the color. Uh, well, I mean, I guess either way, it's like a yellowish green. Okay. Other people have described it as being more of like a, a puce color or like a reddish brown. Like there's different ver versions of what people consider it to be and they're die hard about it. Have you have you looked up to see what other names similar to chartreuse there are that are actually reddish brown that people could have gotten that mixed up with? No, this was an example based specifically on the color chartreuse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I realized the, that the liqueur is like more of a... Almost like white, whiny color, like way more pale, but it's uh, still a yellowish color. Yes. Um, here's another uh, that I actually fell for, much like the, the Berenstein Bears, where I think it was Steen instead of Stain. Uh, where is New Zealand on a map? Um, uh, and southeast of Australia. Southeast, correct. Um, yeah. I had always thought it was Northeast. I, rem and I, you know, I remember that. percent of the population thinks it's Northeast. You know, here, and here's the way that I absolutely was certain that it was Southeast is because I was pretty sure it was South. And I remember we did uh, an interview with uh, with Bruce Bruce at one point, and I, I wasn't sure. I remember hearing you say neighbors to the north, New Zealand, and he didn't correct you. So it actually made me question whether or not it really was to the north. He was probably suffering from the Mandela effect. And and then and so so I was like, well, maybe I should check. So I actually made sure to check to be like, am I incorrect? Is it to the south or north? I couldn't at that point tell you if it was southeast or southwest. I just remember it being to the south. 
But uh, and then I found out for sure it was to the southeast. Um, now, what's funny is the whole reason why this uh, Mandela effect has come back into the light of pop culture, because if some of you uh, listeners of ours also listen to, this, say, like the Joe Rogan show or several other of the uh, slightly more intellectual but still weird podcasts, um, the Mandela effect's been talked about a few times. Um, we're certainly not crossing fresh ground here and, you know, blazing a path to something new. Uh, why I'm bringing it up is uh, Jer and I were big fans of the group uh, Run the Jewels. Yes, I'm a, a big fan of LP specifically, and I actually try, uh, attempted to rip him off also in my never-ending story <laughs> very song. Very nice. Uh, failed miserably, but yes. Um, LP was one of the people who recently started tweeting about it like crazy. Uh, he started with the Bernstein Bears, Bernstein Bears, alternate universe conspiracy. You are welcome. Just dropping that on the world. Uh, immediately got 271 retweets, 311 likes. And uh, from that point, he had a couple other tweets that were essentially showing pictures of the books in two different forms. Um, I'm guessing Photoshop was involved, but saying, here are two pictures taken from the same open tab in my browser five minutes apart. And one says stain, one says steam. Right. And then he says on another tweet, I've decided I can't make music again until I determine the truth behind the Berenstain Rift, as he puts it. If I, I do like music that. That's again, a cool fucking title for anything. Berenstain Rift. Rift. Yeah. Holy shit. I hope he creates a whole concept album around that. He might. And then after that, he goes, if I do make music again, it's another me. Because he's not going to. The whoever, po- whichever LP posted that is not going to. But there may be an LP that crosses across the rift and actually creates more music. That's a way to get um, around it. I'm trying to differentiate what he's trying to say in his next tweet. It says, okay, that's it. Reality is a, that's it. Reality is a lie. I'm going to make Soka music. Soka? S O C A? And then uh, a little bit later, he says, the truth is, if the multidimensional theory is true, there are literally an infinite number of yous making every available choice. Some of these choices may seem to be advantageous, some incorrect, but they are all being made simultaneously. This means choices are, to a degree, incidental, so fret not. Try your best to get it right and rest assured, even though you aren't, that's not the point. We are simultaneously the best and worst versions of ourselves at all times. A complete piece of shit and fully enlightened. The real question is, what is the correct spelling of your childhood literature? Okay. And that was through a series of tweets. Yeah. I, I definitely like, bridged the 140 yeah, character cap there. Yeah, yeah, whereas there's a ton of tweets all at once. But yeah. um, LP, of all people in the world, uh, came out to talk heavily about the Mandela effect and actually came away with something a little more uh, enlightened and, and heavy. I, I really like what That's he nice. wrote. It's interesting. It's very yep. interesting. I do hope there is an LP, uh, you know, kind of concept album around Based the on this Rift. Yeah. I agree. Because he uh, does some kind of sim- like cool, I wouldn't say like concept stuff, but there's some of his albums and uh you know have uh i don't know like almost like a like a sci-fi movie feel to it like the not the the songs themselves but they have like intros where you can actually get a i guess i'm thinking of one album anyway cancer for cure where he does you know some intros to songs and they sound kind of like you're listening to an entire uh sci-fi movie so he yeah. could do something he could do that justice I think. yeah definitely and then a little bit of killer mike on there and uh, for anyone else who's interested in looking into the Mandela effect and looking at some of the theories into the multiverse, which is actually a, uh, a new theory that scientists are actually engaging in seriously for the first time ever, um, you can go look that up on the internet and uh, hit us up on Twitter and let us know your thoughts. But I think we're going to move on now and we're going to do something a little different. Uh, last couple of weeks, we've had a new segment called Scott's Google Hole. Right. <clears throat> I said that kind of harshly because the words don't want to come out of my own mouth when I say that. It's dirty. Uh, but this week we have Jer's Google Hole. Well, in my Google Hole, I, I realized like it's actually more of, I mean, it makes sense to call it a Google Hole. It was actually less of a Google Hole as it was finding this one website, or rather this one page somebody shared with me, and kind of going back to its originating site. and by then Googling. getting Googling? No, actually. By URL ask, manipulation. Ask Jeeving? By uh, by Jeeving, yeah, I Jeeved. I Jeeved. We reverse Jeeving. I, I reverse. I reverse Jeeved a URL and got to the root URL and got to the to, to the point where I then could uh, track the rest of the site. So somebody sent me. Um, they were all gung ho about this list of uh, uh, forbidden license plates in DC. Is this anyone just, you want to shout out on the show? Uh, probably nobody listeners? that listens necessarily. Yeah. I don't know. This is a, this is a work friend who I think up until this point didn't even realize I had a podcast oh, I'm then. really bad about no only because I'm actually really I realized none of you, nobody from my work actually knew I had a podcast until I started like every once in a while I'd be like oh check out this ICP song created for my podcast I forget that I don't post 
for my on my personal I'm Facebook page. I'm the only page. person who socials this out. Yeah, it, but I, and I forget like you're not friends with I'm most of my it, so with most of, like I mean there there are friends like Sarah and stuff from work that know about it because she's also yeah, friends with I you. Have, I have some of your friends. Yeah, as my but friends. yeah, but most of my like work specific uh, colleagues are not uh, they they aren't tied. So now they are luckily. So I don't know. Maybe Jordan's listening, but Jordan sent me this uh, list of DC license plates and I had to just go back and find the originating site and see if there are there are more these are uh, somebody uh, this this website called governmentattic.org pretty much they what they do is do uh, freedom of information act requests where FOIA requests pretty much anything that is um, publicly available but it's not necessarily uh, net like readily available on websites or anything like that you actually have to submit these requests it's technically public record and, and you can get it so they can't necessarily deny you, but you have to submit an actual request for random pieces of information. It's a way for the government to essentially hide things in plain sight. Most people aren't going to ask for a lot of this shit, um, so they just kind of trust that nobody will ever know to even ask the right questions to then FOIA them. Um, I mean, I, in, in my opinion, that's my random, almost conspiracy theory uh, thought. But, uh, <laughs> but obviously it's not too conspiracy theory because if you FOIA them, they will send you the shit. So this person person or people whoever on this website have a bunch of uh really interesting FOIA documents out there a lot of them are boring a lot of them are pretty interesting some of it's declassified stuff the best one I found on the entire site was the one that my friend had actually sent me the DC version of which is forbidden license plates in about a dozen states or so um somebody uh FOIA'd the states that would actually provide it or that it was uh the DMVs that actually kept this this record of um Pretty much a, a blacklist of of of, of uh, right. license plates that are not allowed. That they have determined. So these are personal, like uh, license or private. What are they called? Vanity, uh, vanity plates. Vanity plates, and ones that they have determined are uh, like not okay for various reasons. A lot of them because they are interesting and clever spellings of profanities, and they have actually or determined, just the straight up ones. Like you can't get yeah. shit as a license plate. You of can't get fuck yes. as a license plate. But some plate. people try like you can't get anal as a license yeah. plate. You can't get pussy in, as a license plate. In a lot of states. Uh, <laughs> in, in, in these states mentioned. Um, so in, in for instance like people have tried shit SH1T but they have caught on to that. So there's this blacklist of all of these things and a lot of them actually have reasons for the denial of the uh, vanity license plate. So some of my favorites, um, for instance, Smegma, or variations, including Smegman, um, ha has been uh, declined in, uh, let's see, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, D.C., Iowa, Kansas, Maine, Missouri, Wisconsin, and I believe Vermont. And um, the reason I say I believe Vermont is because I believe... Vermont was the one that actually provides an explanation as to why they can't accept it. And they actually provided like a definition saying uh, it's slang for the uh, gooey type d d white substance that uh, is between the foreskin and the, and the penis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the do you shaft, know what's interesting say. is uh, the laws and the books for Vermont specifically, uh, where we podcast from, are there in part and have been reinforced in part due to my wife's aunt. Uh, back in the mid-1990s, she uh, got a license plate from the Montpelier DMV, and it very simply said, I believe it was a shortened version where you take out the vowels, but it yeah. said something like, uh, tough shit, essentially, or, yeah. e or eat shit. It was something very... Like an E-A-T-S-H-T or yeah, something. Yeah, it was a, you remove the vowels, you get what it is. I, I apologize to my wife if she's listening right now for not getting the name of the plate correct. He's just screaming, eat shit, yeah. eat shit. It was something maybe like that, but uh, what happened is uh, she was told she couldn't have the plate. Her response wasn't to bring the plate back to the DMV and get something else. She took uh, the state to court and actually fought for the right to keep that plate based on the fact that they issued it. That was simply the, f the thing. Like, if they're not wanting a plate to be issued, they shouldn't have issued it. Once it's been so it, issued... Oh, so they issued it and said they wanted to, like, retract it or not, they not allow her to renew it or, or something? Yeah, they wanted it back. Yeah. And she sued successfully to keep yeah. it based on the idea that once they let it out, it's their problem, not yours. And uh, she won, so I'm guessing uh, that's a state law now, but it may have gone further throughout the nation where if they mess up and give you a plate that they shouldn't, they can't take it back. Or rather, uh, yeah, maybe like in the, in the state, if it's a state court, there's probably a precedence so that if you, unless, I mean, they could still try, 
and then wait till you take them to court. But she set the but, precedent. But the for second it. you take them to court, it's pretty much going to be immediately because there's that precedent. They're not even going to need yep. to go to trial or anything like that. And it actually, uh, I so was reading in one of these uh, states, somebody had actually sued based on freedom of speech laws of whether or not they were allowed to have something. They uh, like one court. This is how crazy it went. Like one court actually approved it, saying, "Yeah, freedom of speech." The other one said, "Freedom of speech doesn't apply to." Everything freedom of speech hmm. isn't carte blanche. I mean, it's not like as they. I think it was uh, John Oliver the other day on his show oh, said, you yes. know, you're not allowed to shoot, to shout, fire in a crowded theater. For instance, that's not freedom of speech. It doesn't give you a wide net. You're not allowed to yell uh, rape in a crowded daycare. <laughs> I mean, unless there's a rape going on. <laughs> like that's actually the law. Is you're just not allowed even if there's a rape going. on. Like ape ray, ape ray. Like oh fuck you and your pig Latin rape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, there's some really good ones in here uh, and, and Vermont actually I, I like because they provide the reason behind them by the way by a lot of good ones I mean there are 2384 total pages no tw- tw- about 2500 total pages wow um, and actually, uh, the Wisconsin actually published the personalized plate review process. So you can actually see some of the criteria they use. So you can, I feel like this is actually shout at putting a, uh, like a, this is, this is trying to test people to see if they can slip one through the cracks. Oh, and uh, it once definitely we move on does. to our next segment, I, I actually have a, a bridge from yeah, there well, to that, here, that's, that's here the, to there. That, that is the perfect time to do that because I'm pretty much done with this, but I know that you have something to bring to the table uh, based on an older segment that we just have just a newer, older segment. That we keep doing every week. Yes. Fuck Idaho. Fuck Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> now, this week's Fuck Idaho piggybacks oh, on uh, Jer's Google Hole. Um, when I saw that he... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when pig, people piggyback on my Google Hole. Now, when Google I, Hole pile! I don't know why, but when you said uh, license plates that are obscene, like, I see you got pervert here, muff man, SMD, which means suck my dick, yep. uh, shit with a one instead of an I, I immediately was like, Idaho. I need to see if they have one of those uh, search engines where you can go to the DMV for Idaho, and I found it, by the way, where you can type in uh, whatever kind of license plate you want, and it will immediately tell you yes or no yeah. based on obscenities. Yeah. So I typed in uh, immediately like shit, anal, and cunt, and it goes no, no, no. So um, I then went back and typed in the number one and cunt, like one cunt, yes. I typed in a cunt, yes. I typed in cunty. Yes. Cunty, I love. That's my favorite. All of these. Um, Anal was no, but the ever elusive Anal 69. (laughs) (laughs) People with. (laughs) Yeah, think about that one. This is a bit of a brain breaker. Uh, Okay, all right, all right. I would just assume that's like somebody with an ass for a head and an ass, and it's just two ass. (laughs) It's four asses. It's an Anal 69. Yeah, it's just, it's touch hole to touch hole. I just want that as my license plate so everyone in traffic is like, what? Yeah, you you cause more accidents than anything else because people, not because people are distracted by the actual Anal 69 part, people are pondering what Anal 69 means and crash into the other Exactly. Yeah. Um, I did try a fuck and fuck would not go through, but if you add the word pig and do pig fuck, Pig fuck well, is that's, acceptable. That's, that's the Idaho pastime, actually. Uh, based on last uh, last week's show, uh, well, two weeks ago's show, Juggalos. That I means, typed in Juggalo. That and means not, there, there's nobody has Juggalo. It's there? available and legal. That's Both. crazy, man. I just, I mean, I can, I can imagine legal. It's they Idaho. It's Idaho. Fuck Idaho. They yeah, make but, no sense. Uh, yeah, but we had there were Idaho Juggalos that we reported on. Do you want to know the ultimate fuck Idaho? Um, in light of Jared from Subway and his kid diddle in this oh, past week. Oh, there we go. Um, I managed to find one that's legal and available. So if you have a friend who lives in Idaho, unlike, you'd like them to. <laughs> unlike the kids. Unlike Jared. <laughs> unlike the kids that oh. are legal and that are here. Uh, so if oh, you're, please, uh, if you're redeem actually, me by actually, saying this. Yes. If you're our first listener ever from Idaho and you're listening now, or you live just over the border and have a friend, a co-worker, a spouse, a lover, uh, anyone you know who lives over the order, uh, border in Idaho, kid rape yeah. is an available legit license plate you can get in Idaho. It is available, and it does not break their standards according to the search engine. I hate to be the person who only R- had enough rape, money. Rape breaks their standards. Yes, of course. Well, cannot, of course you cannot have rape as your license plate. It flags it immediately and says no. But you could have drape, you can which have, has rape in it. You, and the, so you could be K.I. Drape. I know. It's like a company, like Kids International Drapes. Yeah. For which, kids' bedrooms. And you didn't to realize. Keep, to keep the curtains closed so they can't I, see I, being I feel raped. Bad, I feel bad for the person who owns like this, uh, like... Uh, youth hip hop uh, uh, club and it's called Kid Raps and they accidentally got kid rape and didn't have money to change it so they just had to drive around with kid rape. 
Uh, kid, kid rap entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Kid, kid or kid raps. Kid yeah. rap. Yeah. Yep. Or I uh, still think it would probably raise a flag, or maybe you'd want to put a space between kid and rap. Yeah, Just yeah. Just guessing. Yeah. Or if they're like uh, they work at a zoo and their favorite animal, uh, there is an ape whose name is Kid R. Or like your kidder, yeah. Kid, kid, kid R. Where, you know, you remove he's the, a rapid you, ape. Yeah, he's a rapping ape. <laughs> That's my rape. It's hard to say ape rap without it That's sounding true, like without, rape app. Well, especially considering <laughs> my rape app. Jesus Christ. Wonder why that got turned down by the Apple Store. Ape rap. Oh, rap. Jesus, Wait, you're a fucking ape horrible rap person. and rape app. Yeah, those are two very different things. I feel like there's a Mandela effect of two universes where yeah, those two just get exchanged. Oh my God. Oh, dear Lord. On one side or the other. Uh, um, in our show notes, uh, the, the great thing about the Idaho site is if it allows you to get the plate on its uh, on its final request page where you can pay and have the uh, the plate made for you it shows you a mock-up of what the plate would look like I know it's awesome so I have pig, pig fuck juggalo kid rape and anal 69 all as mock-ups that we'll uh, be putting in our those show, are going notes. To the show notes good yep that'll be on lost at home podcast.com our official website under the show notes uh, all, right, all right so it's time to move on to web droppings web dropping Good. Uh, we uh, this is a short web droppings, right? We got just, yeah. We uh, only have two, two, two that you brought to the table because we've got a little extended uh, yep. bit at the end. We're gonna go into. So here's uh, what do you got for me? What the first got? one is uh, piggybacking on uh, our Dan Harmon interview we had about seven episodes ago. Now it's been a yep. little while. Um, he's the uh, creator of Rick and Morty uh, along with Justin Roiland, and what they've done is they've launched this week Rick and Morty Rick's Diverse. That's an account on Instagram. Awesome. If you go there, uh, the first thing you're going to see is a description of what it is and then a link to Rick's Diverse Instructions. Go and read the instructions, and what you'll do is you'll be able to follow all of these different Rick's Diverse pages, and there are hundreds of them, to different maps of the universe, maps of locations from the show. And within photos, they've tagged items that lead you to other pages or to free gimmicky things that you can have. And I'm about... I want to say I'm maybe an eighth of the way through this, and I've got 15 pages tagged, and I've managed to find two full pages of comic book in it, because there's a black and white Rick and Morty comic book, and if you can collect all the pages, you can read the book through Instagram pictures as panels, one by one, to read the entire issue. Well, I, I mean... It's I would, kind of amazing, and, it, and I, it, I think we're like, not even doing it justice by talking about it. You actually have to go and experience it. It's Rick, the coolest thing I've ever seen on Instagram, Rick ever. and Morty, Rick and Morty, it, it would be awesome standing alone just as a show, but they just continue to, like, raise the bar in terms of, like, creativity and awesomeness. Yeah, like I've never seen this before in my like life. When we, when we were talking to Dan, and they were talking about, like, the, the attention that, uh, I think... It, that especially like Justin and company um, uh, so the toys uh, for the and toys and the merchandise realizing that people want this high quality stuff and then they do these little things like this isn't necessary to get them any more publicity or anything they don't need it nope. this is something just to give back to the fans be like here's a fucking game yeah, and no this money is fun to be gained off this. no None. this is just to like one it's probably fun for them and they're like here's something fun and creative we can do they're spending their time and giving us as fans something cool and, and additional to it just makes me like really appreciate and love the show even more which i guess maybe is one of the things about it is doing little things like this goes a long way when it comes to your fans but yeah. you know damn well like they're fans of their show just as much as we are they're doing it because they love it like they're the second they get sick of it they're just not going to do it anymore hey jerry what's uh what's your instagram account name uh twatty twatty t-w-a-t-t-y i've actually thought about creating a new one for because i haven't used it in a while uh because i want to use it to actually promote like my art and stuff like that, which case I was thinking about Sonic Jalopy, changing the name because nobody has that. So Sure, okay. Um, if anyone cares, I, I'm legend underscore tripper on uh, Instagram, if anyone cares. Uh, but definitely ignore us and go to the Rick and Morty Ricksterverse. Yes. Uh, you won't be disappointed. It's a time suck and a half, but it's worth it. A good time suck. It's for like, I mean, it's the same... I mean, technically, watching a TV show is a time suck, but watching Rick and Morty is an awesome time suck. So I'm sure viewing this kind of stuff, this fun stuff here, is, is going to be pretty awesome. So I have not gotten sucked in yet. This is the first I've heard of it, or, or when I read the show notes, it was anyway. So looking forward to it. Might actually get me back on Instagram just to, to look at this stuff. Not as much as, uh, as dildos, though. I would yeah. love an Instagram account just about dildos, but I guess I'll have to settle for uh, your story about dildos instead. This was brought to me by Jay from the uh, Nerdpocalypse podcast. Okay. He, now now you've got to specify Jay's? Cause yeah, a, yeah, okay. very much so. Um, he wanted me to see this because he knew it would be right up our alley for our show. 
Um, what we have here is a, I don't even know how to describe it really. It's, it's a dildo. And you can put these uh, eggs inside that look like silicone eggs, like like Cadbury eggs, but but translucent and silicone. Yeah, yeah, or, or like the little eggs that you get out of the um, uh, twirly dealies at the thingy. The Twenty-five cent machine. Yeah, yeah, the there you machines. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get a little uh, can of the eggs and you pop them open. They got like a plastic thing that'll kill you. Now the idea is, is that you 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 stick this into any orifice, and then you're able to squeeze this egg and it reminds me a lot of uh like aliens the queen when she was laying her clutch in that cave oh yeah okay um it reminds you of that like you squeeze them into an orifice and if you don't think that's weird enough that there's these alien egg laying dicks i don't think that's weird enough the, please the, tell the me eggs, more apparently from what i've read uh oh, yeah, are, from they what, dissolve what you read body right Oh, so you can just when leave they, them there. When, when they hit body temperature, about 198 to 100 degrees, so they, they dissolve into, like, I'm guessing lube, oh. liquid of some kind. I'm I not, thought that maybe then there was just, like, a hard plastic space invader in there or something. Like one I of guess. Those. I mean, did you sweet. look through all the photos at the link? No, I did um, not. I didn't, there's, there's I, I didn't realize there was more to it. squeezing one into their hand. So this is like people who have like those um, weird, uh, you know, like the Japanese alien rape fetishes. Oh, yeah. This is definitely up the alley. This is actually allowing you to sort of live it, I guess. Yeah. Um, when this was sent to me by Jay last week, my first reaction was, uh, and I wrote back to him immediately. It Hell reminds me yeah. Of the, it reminds me of the queen in Aliens laying her clutch. Right. And he goes, and barf. And I wrote, I want to fill it with deviled eggs and eat them from it in public. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just like squeeze it. Just, first of all, anybody with a deviled egg dispenser, <laughs> let, like alone, alien let alone an alien dildo Pez dispenser that spits fucking deviled eggs. That's awesome. <laughs> Although I don't know how well it I guess it would. Yeah, those he, are, he responded appropriately to that. And then I wrote, I want to fill it with quarter machine eggs and then shove it through a glory hole and just have it spit them out at someone. <laughs> Like, oh. get, like get little like rings and like wall like wall walking spiders and those things. Yeah, just the, the just, again yeah, the whatever. random just, ugly the actual like this, dumb this shit thing you just get comes through the glory hole and it just, yeah, just starts <laughs> popping. It's <laughs> <laughs> just dropping quarter inch eggs. And then, oh my god, the dumbest shit is, are in those little and then like, I, uh, I finished off rings. My conversation with Jay by saying, "I want to fill it with Donald Trump campaign buttons. Have it spit them out on a plate." And record it so I can play it backwards and make it look like it's eating them. <laughs> I love every one of those. Seems like the last one is the one you could do the easiest without. Um, uh, yeah, the easiest. I, I, just figured, I mean, it, it does require you, you us say, going you, in halvesies on an alien dildo. Yeah. But I'm you willing fill to do with that. The campaign buttons. You spit them all onto the plate, but then you just re- you play in reverse. So it's like. Folks, folks, if you wonder why you need to uh, go to audibletrial.com slash lost and get one of our audiobooks uh, uh, is because we need that money for very important things like the purchase of alien dildos. Yeah, so uh, how about we listen to our Audible ad real quick? In a world where people use money for goods and services, the Lost at Home podcast needs you to perform a service for them so that they can get money. No, not that service. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash lost and get a free month of Audible's audiobook service and a free audiobook on the show. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Plus, it helps the show. Got an iPhone or Android? Then download the Audible app and listen to your book anywhere you would listen to a podcast. Thanks for your support. Now, jump to it, fuckers. Well, that was that was a buttery smooth. Uh, that was one of the only times I think we've done a proper, um, not tangent, but a, a slide into a different thing. A segue, slip and slide, segue, slip and slide. Every time we've done a segue before, we've always announced it. This one We're was fucking organic. Now. I've always been calling them slip and slides in my head. Slip and slides. It's like, ooh, good slip and slides. That new uh, segment. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna slip and slide to this new segment. Now, Jerry, you built most of this segment. Oh, that's where it was supposed to go. Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't realize that. I just thought we were fucking hitting it just nail on the head. You actually had it in the the notes. I'm ruining it. Ruining our smooth, buttery slip and slide. Yeah, that was in the docket. I thought you were just playing. But uh, we're moving on to AV Club now. Bing, bang, bong. Bing, bang, do do dee doodly do AV Club. That is what we do. And then I sit down there and I drink some Faygo. 
Man, I get diabetes and I wonder why. Why did I get these diabetes? Could it have been because the Fago Scott brought me? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Fuck you, Scott. AV Club. So, yeah. Well, that was <laughs> awesome, actually. Thank you. Uh, longtime listeners may remember about 70 episodes ago. We're sorry. Uh, those were those were the early days. They were a little rough back in the days, but yeah. actually, I think about seventy episodes ago, we were in a teens or so. We, we certainly weren't thirty-four five-star reviews back then. That's true. That's true. We weren't like We've alien dildo good, but we were good. We didn't back then have Dan Harmon knocking down our door, begging to be on our show. <laughs> he, he was like, "Hey, let me give you some scoop on Rick and Morty, can I please?" And we're like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, Dan Schmarman." That's what I said. Because I put schma before a lot. And he says, it's okay. It's okay. Well, you got our last name, my last name wrong. I just, I really badly want to talk to you. Yeah. I wish that was true. I know. But moving on. Um, we briefly discussed way back then a pizza themed Velvet Underground tribute band, which had, uh, has, actually, I believe they're still around, but who cares? Uh, Macaulay Culkin was, was a member. I know. Isn't that Velvet Underground? No. No. When I, I think about you, I touch myself. Oh. I saw the sign. No, they have is, the, that, is that Velvet Underground? Uh, Velvet Underground has a song, that song that's like, I want to make you do heroin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Dun 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 heroin dun 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 the right stuff yeah heroin heroin is definitely the right stuff go out and do it kids that's the uh, the narrative behind this song boop boop dee doo dee so this is uh yeah so that was episode eleven okay that's a long time ago um it's about time uh, I thought we revisited the world of themed bands and the reason I did this is a lot of you all out there we've had a couple weeks since I discovered. I discovered, as if nobody else did, since it's popped up on the Reddit-verse and everywhere else, this uh, Ned Flanders-themed metal band called Oakley Dokley. Of course, the uh, the uh, emphasis on kill in Oakley Dokily. Oakley Dokily. Yeah, these yeah. are these are this is a group that does. Um, not only are the lyrics themed um, from various. Uh, you know, concepts from The Simpsons where Flanders was an epic part of it, including an ode to the Leftorium. Um, but they're also dressed all as Ned Flanders with, like, the green sweater um, and the, like, the pink undershirt. And uh, they it seemed pretty cool. Uh, we're actually going to go out on one of their songs um, today. Oh, nice. Very but nice. uh, but I, I feel like... So, I okay, that, that one's been popping up all over the place. But what it did is it got me back to looking at... Uh, various themed uh, bands that we've kind of discovered along the way that haven't made their way into AV Club that we've thought about putting there or that other people have turned us on to. Um, and uh, the first one, actually, I had never heard of, but after I mentioned Oakley Doakley to one of my friends who likes metal and this kind of thing, he pointed me to a uh, Roseanne-themed yeah, like punk hardcore me. band. And they're I, actually pretty good. Um, I had seen Oakley Doakley hit, you know, mainstream media this past week through the internet. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I had no idea there was a Dan Connor band. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's called the band is just called Dan Connor. And actually, let's take a, li- a quick listen to one of the tunes right now. Now that uh, that like you know it's like they're they're actually I like their music better than Oakley Dokley and actually a lot of the other ones because it actually sounds pretty good but it's all the thing I like about it is if you go to their Bandcamp page which is danconnor.bandcamp.com um, and I want to say th- thanks to my friend Andrew by the way for bringing this one to my attention after uh, telling him about Oakley Dokley um, if you go to their Bandcamp page they actually list which corresponding episodes and from which season the songs are about. Oh, wow. So, like, they have, like, a title, like, you know, uh, I don't know, something, some theme from Roseanne, but then it'll be, like, underneath, there'll be, like, song number one from season four, episode six, and they'll, the title of the episode. Cool. So they actually theme them based around these episodes and exactly, almost kind of, like, put a synopsis uh, of the entire episode behind it. Um, 
Now, this next one, actually, uh, I think we had discussed before. but We brought it up briefly on the show, and I'm yeah. just a fan myself. It's uh, Max Sabbath. This is a Black Sabbath cover band that is McDonald's-themed. Yes. And if for no other reason, if you're a fan of Guar, uh, we are. Uh, they're definitely one of those very uh, theatrical groups. They mm-hmm. dress up on stage, costumes, blood, uh, come, all kinds of stuff on stage. <laughs> all the stuff we like for, yeah. from a stage thing. Um, yeah. um, Max, it's a reason I don't go to Broadway musicals. Not enough common buckets of blood. <laughs> Max, Not enough. Max Sabbath is basically them, but McDonald's theme. They uh, they dress up like all your favorite, or uh, none of these are favorites. Who likes McDonald's characters? I mean, I do now. They're fucking creepy. They're fucking awesome but yeah, now. they made them even creepier. They're like dude, devilish. Dude, uh, the, what is it, the Mayor McCheese? Yeah. Uh, from this band? Yeah. Okay, first of all, their theatrics are great. Um, the lyrics are all McDonald's based. They've actually changed Black Sabbath tunes to with actual content about how shitty uh, McDonald's is and whatever. Awesome. Um, and the and the lead singer is of course Ronald McDonald, and he's always drinking like instead of pounding a beer or something, it's something always in a McDonald's cup that he's drinking. Oh, that's but cool. Mayor McCheese is the best out of all of them. All their their, their outfits are fucking amazing. But Mayor McCheese has these giant tusks coming out of his head. And it's so fucking kick ass. That's the best one. I saw that briefly on an image search earlier, but I gotta see. I gotta see. Yeah, it. yeah. The tusks are. Well, while while you're looking that up, let's take a quick listen to uh, uh, one of the clips from Max Abbott. <laughs> Here, I mean the the audio quality isn't the greatest because it's from a live show. But if you listen closely to the lyrics, or actually if you go to, um, uh, if you just go to YouTube, or maybe we'll post. Do you have links to post in the from MTV? I think right to post into the I've got uh, links for most of these. Uh, yeah, if you could post links yeah. into the show notes, otherwise you can look them up. And I'm sure Max Sabbath will give you a very specific link. Um, watch a couple of their videos because they actually overlay uh, the the lyrics to them, and they are very oh, McDonald's okay. specific because it's not like they just. They're they're really good covers of McDonald's, like I mean, sorry, of uh, Black Sabbath songs. Like that, if they were just singing Black Sabbath lyrics, would be a you good mean tribute. They, band. they don't cover McDonald's songs, like <laughs> da 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 yeah. da. I'm, I'm loving, loving it. it. They're like da 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 da. I'm hating it. That's it. That's the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to do that now, though. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I, I say go check them out. They're pretty awesome. Now, this one you brought to the table, and I still haven't heard them, so I'm a little curious what I'm getting into. We have uh, X-Sponge Core. Wait, yeah. X-Sponge X-Core X. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, believe like they just pronounce it, it's like Sponge Core or whatever, but, and the X's are one of those like medley type things that just plop in there. Um we, I'm not going to bother playing a clip of this one because I feel like people can probably click on some links in the show notes uh, and, and get a little taste of this. The, the two favorites by far were Max Sabbath and Dan Connor and, of course, Oakley Doakley, where we'll be uh, uh, leaving the show off on that. Um, but I, I just, while I was going down this uh, this theme, I, I found that there was also a SpongeBob-themed uh, metal band as well, and that's the SpongeCore or X-Sponge-X-Core X uh, band as well. And, uh, and then I believe you brought the last one to the table, correct? I did. This is actually something that's in my Spotify right now. Um, and I'd, I'd heard about this one, too. Uh, my wife actually found this one for me. It's Austrian Death Machine. I believe you told me about it, actually. I think you recommended it, maybe. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Because yeah. it's a, it's actually a really good metal like, band overall, if you like metal. Choppa. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, they have songs called, like, Get to the Choppa, and It's Not a Tuma. And they use uh, lyrics. Well, they use quotes from Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and sometimes actual samples. And they just work them into songs. And it's actually actually a pretty good band they're fun to listen to um i don't know if you want to find them they're probably the only one on this list that's on spotify from my searches i'm thinking yeah about the, other, the other ones are pretty much either like Bandcamp. Uh, either Bandcamp or max abbott i just found through that original link i don't know how if they're like a long-term thing um dan connor through Bandcamp. um uh probably oakley doakley i wouldn't be surprised if they pop up at least on itunes or something um to, to purchase i don't know if they'll be on spotify anytime soon um yeah yeah so uh, i think that wraps it up for this week um we'll be back next week of course and in the meantime if you want to find us uh look on twitter at the lost at home for myself 
And I'm at Sonic Jalopy. Uh, I'll probably actually start posting here and there because I've got songs and stuff coming empty out. Empty promises. No, that I, I so have to. So many empty promises. I have to. I have to. <laughs> I have to. Hey, what's this? There's nothing in here. You know why? It's all out of promises. It's empty. It, no, I think it's the promise itself. It's my promise empty. bag. It's got no promises in it. Well, that means because I promised every. I I I, I, did, I fulfilled all my promises. Never had any in it. <laughs> Why'd you buy a promise bag? You bought an empty promise bag. Fuck you for doing that. Jesus Christ. I thought it was supposed to come filled with promises. Also, find us at the Lost at Home uh-huh. podcast.com. That is our main website where you can find uh, links to all these great episodes of our show. Along and all the show videos, notes you just show mentioned. Notes, Please go to that. Uh, the album, every track that's up, we're up to nine songs, I believe, so far. They're all up on the website under mm-hmm. audio. Get that. And uh, you can also, uh, you can course, go to our we store. Little, we got a little store with some yeah. t shirts and whatnot. Yeah. We were, I actually uh, heard there was a small issue with the store last week. We fixed it. Uh, luckily, sales are going through, so people are happy, but you can pick up our merchandise there we have shot glasses mugs uh child's onesies and a variety of men's and women's shirts uh please the show's not free to do so go there and support us as yeah, well we as going to audibletrial.com slash lost that need, helps us need, too we need more uh, uh, uh dildos alien dildos people and uh while we're at it uh if you're in uh burlington vermont on september 19th and 20th that is the date for vermont comic-con second annual and jerry and i will be there as guests tabling alongside other great people such as brian o'halloran from clerks right um what's his name who draws archie You started yourself down this path. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't about to start naming like specific names because I didn't. I didn't. I can't remember names very well. The so. girl who played the pinhead on American Pe- Horror uh, Story. Pepper on American Pepper? Horror Story. Um, the and American Horror Story has been getting a lot of uh, new attention because uh, the uh, awesome uh, previews for Hotels coming. Yeah, well, they got that. Pepper, but, I can't wait to see um, that. But uh, yeah, there's nope. She's dead. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of good ones. Oops, spoilers. Sorry, that didn't hit Netflix yet. I just I, realized. I, I like the fact that you can you 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 spoil alert after you spoil something <laughs> doesn't count. It's like it's like if you uh, if you nuke a country and then you then you raise the uh, uh, nuclear alert level to. Uh, is there such yep. thing? Yeah. Uh, uh, True Detective season two sucked balls. Spoiler. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. I believe no. you. Got, uh, I actually I haven't seen a single episode of True Detective. I got two, I got one and a half in and I stopped and apparently I saved myself hours of agony. Apparently it's the worst thing ever made. Oh, I mean, come on. No, no, no. HBO is even like embarrassed. Like it's okay. It's bad. I, I, I it's can ima- bad. I can imagine it's bad, but worst thing ever made. I guarantee you, it's a lot of that has to do with relative to the first season, maybe even in general for TV. But la, there've la, been la, some I can't terrible, hear you. terrible I, fucking things made. By the way, Jer, it's HBO. It's not TV. It's HBO. So just it's not it's, TV. It's so H- it's terrible it's HBO. HBO. Yeah, it's just terrible. It's HBO. the worst HBO ever made. It makes me want to remove the home box office I had installed this year. Did you really a home box? It's like a window box, but it just has a TV that only get it gets HBO. Oh, okay. And you actually like you actually pay somebody minimum wage to tend it twenty four seven. To hold year it round? up, we're on the second floor. Takes, yeah, that, that's your home, your box office attendee. Three of attendant. the immigrants that Sorry. Trump hired uh, fired. You're fired. You know, he did that thing from the from the Apprentice. He did that to a lot of people. He did, he did that he to did. Little John, I think, too. Yeah, yeah. They three of them. Did you just hire Little John? Just told, yeah, Little John is really tall. He can hold up our second story home box office window box office. He's a, he's a large Little John. <laughs> it's the, the largest thing. It's ironic. Like what's the other thing? Little John's like five foot. He's nineteen feet tall. He's not, dude. He's fucking gigantic. He's mostly gold teeth and chains, but it's like having a happy giant who can rap. The real, the real way that Andre the Giant actually died was Little John popped him like a chicken nugget into his mouth and ate him. Yeah, he thought he was gonna spit out one of those silicone eggs, but it was just his brain. <laughs> just a big Andre the Giant his brain came out his mouth. Almost and retarded brain flying across did the room. Not dissolve down up his ass like uh. he thought it would. Rest in peace, oh, yeah. Andre. By the way, if anyone shoves a piece of uh, gray matter up their rectal cavity, it does not dissolve. You actually shit it back out next time you eat Not any piece of matter that's gray. It doesn't come out gray either. More of a brownish But you mean gray. like gray matter being the brain? Yeah. Because technically any matter that is gray is gray matter. Chair, shut the fuck up. So, I mean, if I'm just Chair, supposed no, to what? we're done. This, we're done this podcast. We're never doing another Take again. Take a gray piece of chalk and shove it in my ass? It's supposed to be? Nope. Same. Uh, this last episode of the Lost Zone podcast. All right, I hope well, everyone who enjoyed listening to the show enjoyed it for its run. I don't even care if they did because we're fucking done. I don't care. Well, I, I suggest going back and starting at number one if you start feeling withdrawals. Yeah. 
Just fucking do that. Who gives a shit? Actually, started Happy like 80th. Number, started like number eight or something. The first interview, like back when we had the Rocket yeah, Raccoon on six, from, I think, uh, or from six, Guardians right? of the Galaxy. I think number six was our first was one. Was that Rocket Raccoons? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, go back and listen to the one with Rocket Raccoon. And then start from there and and, and per, because because this was the last one, so enjoy. And leave five-star reviews or don't. I don't give a shit because we're done. No, you know what? We'll, we'll come back. Just Out of spite? Only if they leave us five-star reviews. Like, we need at least one to come back. Really? Yeah, but if we don't get at least this, one, we don't This come is back. like that cocky encore at the end of the night where you know you're going to have to do an encore, but for some reason they still make you fucking clap to whack them off for three minutes. No, it's oh, more, it's more like a cocky... Uh, are we, will they, won't they, bloop? No, it's more like a cocky episode of Entourage, you know, where they're like, this is our show, do you like it, asshole? Yeah, hey, how about a shitty movie? I don't know, fine. I haven't seen the movie yet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh